What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. My goodness. 11-11. Listen, it's just passing us right by. We're going to be like ho, 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 Merry christmas like before time. Like it's going to be like here. Something's in the air today. I'm feeling the ho, ho, ho. I felt the ho, 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 too. I mean, Christmas music is playing upstairs as always, but... I'm feeling I, like a little ho, ho, ho. It's freaking freezing. I think that's what has to do with it also. Mm. Plus, you look all warm and cozy in your little PJs. Me? So, yeah. Oh, thanks. I know. I like broke what? out my Cheetah? matching sets. Yeah. Cheetah? Yeah. Yeah. She looks adorbs. I didn't but break I, out my Christmas ones yet. But. Yet. Yet. I mean... Tomorrow. <laughs> tonight <laughs> shall we wear it on tonight <laughs> um, but yeah you know it's crazy because that's what you said when I came down here and that's how I feel it feels it's gloomy it's cold it feels Christmassy I'm ready for my lights to go up like that's what I want to do today like sit on the couch with my lights on well since I finished pay- painting my hallway yes <laughs> can't wait so you guys were recording this on November 4th so think back on November 4th where is there Christmas in the air something's in the air there is yeah definitely I feel it I, I guess just yeah because it's cold mm. um, no but even the pumped. mood yeah it just feels Christmas like music though I'm playing so <laughs> I guess it adds to it <laughs> I literally woke up and I was see I'm, I'm transitioning I like to listen to my jazz Listen to like autumn jazz playlist on Spotify, mm-hmm. and then and we then transition goes. into Christmas. Yeah, October first, Christmas. Starts. That's why I listen to all fall. It's just like Adam, Adam, autumn jazz music, oh. like in the background. Mm-hmm. Just have it on like the Google playing. Just it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. Even sometimes when I'm in the car, when you just like want to just like chill, not listen to anything crazy, just some jazz music, and just relax. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Gives the vibe. I'm going to put, start putting on my Yule log on the TV. <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> it's, it's this light bulb, bless. It's doing it to me. I'm already, yeah. I'm already like, <sighs> oh yeah, last time we were yawning sleepy. too fucking much. No, we, you can, we don't say that because I cut them all out. You did? Almost every one of them. Why? Because <laughs> it was terrible. We sounded terrible. Oh. Not all of them. They got a couple. <laughs> Oh it was like a nonstop yawning marathon. She'd yawn, I'd yawn, I'd yawn, I'd yawn, yeah, she'd yawn. I want to yawn. Yeah, see? But it's the light that's in here. It's just so warm and I know, I should cozy. change it to red and green. Oh, Christmas. Should, right? Christmas. You guys want to start sending your Christmas emails. Yes. Let's and Hall- do we do anything for Hall- Halloween past Halloween? Thanksgiving. Um, I think we did stories. Remember like, somebody told us about the turkey? Like we did like. Funny, like, family traditions and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. I think we did that last year, right? <laughs> I love the holidays. <laughs> they love you, too. They told me. All right. Christmas, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. traditions. Just send them in. Send us in the Let's good vibes. Let's get in the holiday mood, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So send them over. You know our email. I can't believe. Podcast. From the day we're recording this... Thanksgiving is three weeks from today. I know. It's crazy, right? It's like popping up. It's crazy. It's craziness. It's, it's crazy. Here. It's, it's just, just so crazy. By. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Well. That's exciting. That's exciting. Today's 11-11 too. So make a wish, everybody. It's a good day. November 11th. And that's that. I've got nothing else to say. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. We're going to do some advice emails, y'all. 
because you guys love our advice. Our professional. So professional. Am I doing this first one? Sure. Advice. Caught in between mental self-care and not being hard enough on yourself. Hi, guys. We all know that the last few years have been tough on all of us, and we may not be where we thought that we would be at our point in our lives, at this point in our lives, as a result. With a focus on mental health and the push to always be working towards what you want in life, I found myself in a weird headspace. I'm constantly caught in between. You haven't been able to control the crappy stuff that has happened to you. Give yourself a break. And everyone else must be working 10 times harder than you. That's why they're doing better than you. You can do better. Step it up. Mm. For example, I understand that I have put in effort to get another job. COVID caused my dream job to be... Rescinded. Rescinded? Yeah. I've never heard that word in my life. Really? No. Rescinded. Mm. Taken back. Like taken away. Yeah. Okay. But other people have been able to get dream jobs in the middle of COVID. I've told myself that I must not be working hard enough. I also tell myself that we are in a pandemic and taking a crappy job just to have a job may hurt my mental health more than not having a job at all. Unemployment money is not a factor here. I feel like I'm in a lose-lose situation mentally. Should I be pissed and upset and motivated like a madman to get a job? Or should I give myself a break and keep a lookout and know that my job will come when it is time? I could go on about specific things that I am caught between, but does anyone else feel caught between? If you want something, work for it and don't stop. And be kind to yourself. You're doing the best you can. Mental health has been focused on on so much since this pandemic and I am so appreciative of that but am I just giving myself an excuse to relax and about things or should not be giving myself any excuses where is the happy medium this feeling is hard to put into words but I hope you guys know what I mean love you guys I can't wait to hear your take on this I couldn't figure out how to double space so I made text bigger for Jerry hopefully that helped hopefully it didn't make it worse listen I could have read that perfectly because it was on my screen it's beautiful it's like big and I could have did it it looks normal on my screen Oh, well, oh, you know what? I also go like this. Like I, <laughs> She zooms it in. I zoom in. And, but this one zoomed in perfectly. Like it fit on my screen beautifully. However, I would have always, I would have butchered it anyway because you know how I am. Um, can I say I could have written this exact thing myself? And I think most people are feeling the same exact way you are. It's like, damn, I could be doing more. Give yourself a break. Listen, completely relatable but unrelatable. Same thing with my back. It's like... I just told Liz this morning I'm going to get reprogrammed tomorrow and ever asked me, you know, what are you looking forward to? And I said, like, hopefully a little more with my foot, much better, but if they can get more, even better. And he goes, okay, well, because you have too much energy now, you're just doing too much. And (laughs) And I said to him, think about it, for the last two and a half years, I've been not been able to do so much so now it's like okay I can go and clean that room I can go and put away that thing and he just feels like I don't stop now Mm -hmm. it's also that time of year like you love decorating for Halloween so then you have to put it up then you have to take it down then you want to decorate for Christmas and now you're painting yeah and and very very true because Mm -hmm. I have been putting off my hallway has not been painted since I moved into this house 20 years ago 19 years ago so it was long overdue it was a poopy color to begin not poopy it was like bland beige but it was poopy not my color pick it was like an oops paint from home depot Mm. so it it's very long overdue and i was just before i put the pictures back up on the wall and start decorating for christmas let's just do it i have a leftover paint from when we did the living room but uh He's like, you need to just slow down. And and that's I'm I'm doing the exact thing you're saying. I'm like, 
well, I can be doing this, so I should be doing it. And it's like, give yourself a break. Don't overdo it. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like, but constantly, I am exactly the way you are. I have mental battles on a daily. Like, I could be doing more. Yeah, I should be resting. But I'm feeling better. I could be doing it. But don't overdo it because you don't want to hurt yourself. Like, it's a battle. But also... Regarding other things. Like, I'm the same way with, I can't wait to get a job. And then on Halloween day, I was in so much pain. Like, I get this right in the center where where my paddle is. This is what I did, guys. I took gummy stuff. Like, it was a bag of, a big bag of gummy worms, gummies, all different kinds of gummy stuff. And I made individual bags, like little Halloween bags. And I twist, you know, you twist the things. I made maybe 20 of them. So lifting, pudding, twisting, right? Bop it. That's twisting. <laughs> Punch it. Bop it. Pull. I Pull love it. fucking bopping. Me too, bitch. I'm good at that. Are you good? Let's have a conversation. Christmas. Fucking. Christmas. I fucking love No, everyone's gonna have a bop it near their cart and, and lotto ticket. Everyone gets a bop it. Oh man. Fuck me up. I love but bop it. Simply doing that on Halloween was like um. <laughs> I'm going to get two of them. We're having competitions. You don't understand. They're going to be in the living room when you come here for Christmas. See, when I was a kid, our bop it was Simon Says, where it was oh, like that yellow thing. I played thing. Simon Says. And that was what I grew up on. Yeah, follow, follow the, the colors yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but my whole point being is that simple little gesture of just twisting those feeling and twisting and, you know. Agitated That little. I was in so much pain. Like, I was crying. I snuck into my bathroom, like, a couple of times throughout our party and cried because I was in so With much pain. With devil horns on her head. With Were devil you laughing horns. at yourself in the mirror, too? <laughs> I don't look in the mirror. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but... It's that constant battle. It's like, all right, I'm, hopefully I'll be cleared to go back to work and start looking for a job. And it's like, what am I going to do? Like, I feel like I can conquer the world now because my leg feels so much better. And then it's like, I'm still not healed. I'm still suffering a little bit. But I, I it's like, I, I want to be looking for a better job. Do I want to just take any job just to get started? Or should I really go towards where I want, what I think my new career to be? You know, and it's like, so yes, I think... Wow, that was a long, drawn-out answer, huh? But yes, I I think a lot of us, in a lot of different ways, feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And for you, like right now, you're you're. I know that you said there's other aspects, but right now you wrote in about the job as an example, right? You might look at somebody who landed their dream job during this pandemic, but maybe they're suffering in relationships and dealing with the same like, should I, should I not, in a relationship. This pandemic has definitely definitely taking a toll on everybody. I think everybody's been affected, whether it be um, job relationships, it it could be money, it could be anything. I mean, everybody, I think, is affected at some level or another. I think, yeah. But let Alyssa answer, because she's wise and smart and sums it all up so much better than I could ever. (laughs) No, as you're answering, I'm sitting here reading it over and over again and just thinking about how I would want to approach this, because I'm not really sure, because I also am a workaholic. (laughs) I work a lot. I don't really have a great balance, so I shouldn't be giving advice on this. But what I would say is something that I noticed that you said is, should I just wait for my job to come when it's time? And I don't think there's anything wrong with like actively pursuing like a career for yourself. Like just, I don't think that you should sit back and just be like, well, my job will come when it's ready. It's like, uh, maybe it won't, you know, like, I was uh, sorry. I thought you were going to cough. I was going to let you cough. Um, Maybe you should be like actively looking for it. You know, and like 
giving yourself a break, you can give yourself a break little moments throughout every day. I don't think you need to take months off of your life. I think that's just going to make you depressed just sitting and doing nothing and not having something to like look forward to or have a career or at least just a little side job or something to do in your day. I don't think that you should take like months off. Mm. You know, like I think that's the balance of like find moments throughout the day, but also get get something to do, mm-hmm. you know, because it sounds like, did she say how old she was? No, I don't think so. It sounds like she's like out of college, you know, like she doesn't have school to go to. If you were in school, then I'd say just stick with that for now. But um, it sounds like you're comparing yourself a lot to other people. So maybe you need a break from social media. Yeah, that's a... Self-sabotage. Yeah, self-sabotage. So I think that you need a break from social media because you think everyone's doing better than you. And social media is a highlight reel. You literally have no idea how everybody's doing. You may think you know because you think they're posting everything, but nobody posts the bad shit. So let's stop going on social media for a little bit. Um, I think that you just need to find the balance. Like... Literally, just, like, find a job that you enjoy, and when you get off that job, then you relax and enjoy the rest of your day. Like, I think you just need to start doing something in a way. I don't think that she should just sit around and wait for something. I'm She has no structure in her day. I'm a firm believer in, um, like... You can't just sit around waiting for it to happen. Exactly. Okay? I mean, sure. Opportunities can happen. You're like, whoa. But yeah, just to, you know, wait around. And I don't know if she really means, like, like do nothing. Um, I think she's thinking an extreme mindset, though. She's thinking, like, oh, work hard, work hard, hard, or just or relax. Nothing, yeah. And it's like you need to mesh the two yeah. because there's nothing wrong with working hard and there's nothing wrong with relaxing. Um, what I would say, um, going off of what Liz said about, like, getting something— for example, I think, especially through everything with my back now, I think, um, actually, I kind of always wanted, but I think now more than ever, I want to be somewhere in a hospital, working in a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have any sort of education. You know, I thought about going to phlebotomy school. I thought about, like, maybe going back to co- you know, going not back to college because I've never been to college, but maybe doing something for, like, uh, ultrasound tech, something like that, right? Um but now that I'm preparing to possibly be able to enter the workforce again, I'm I'm looking at things that are in the hospital that I don't need a degree for. So mm-hmm. even if it's like an admission clerk, right? Mm-hmm. Or even if it's just a greeter or a telephone operator or something, at least I'm getting my foot in, in the, the door, door of where I think I want to be. Yeah. So maybe that too, maybe your dream job isn't there yet, but maybe if you want to be in healthcare, go see volunteer or go and, you know, if you get a little good feeling out of what you're doing, I think it'll help you mentally. So maybe just something in the field you think you want to be in might help you, mm-hmm. you know, instead of expecting like perfect dream job right away. You know, instead of pushing, putting so much emphasis on that, maybe just something in the realm of where you want to be in life. Mm-hmm. And she said, like, taking a crappy job just to have a job. Like, don't take a crappy job then. You know, like, take something that will be, like, interesting to you. If you don't want to go work at a supermarket, don't go work at a supermarket. Go, right. work-, go work at a retail store. Yeah, like, or anything. Right. If you, like... Drinking, go work at a liquor store, you know, like, or... Something, yeah. Go work at a music store. Yeah, we definitely don't want you to work at a crappy job because no. then you're going to be miserable. 
Find something that but, like relates to you. Like if I had to quit YouTube and get a job quick, I'd probably go get like my bartending license and be a bartender because that would be fun for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like to socialize with people, like something that would be fun instead of just going and working somewhere that you hate. Like I wouldn't go be a cashier at Macy's because I would be miserable. Right, like right. you just have to find the right job or like even if you I don't know went to like a gymnastics place and like was the front desk so that's a little entertaining you get to see kids like if you like kids you know like something something that's like entertaining for you yeah it doesn't have to be a shit shit job if you don't want to if you want to go work at McDonald's go work at McDonald's but if that sounds terrible to you then don't do that right like I agree 100% what Liz just said yeah perfect you can find like say quote like a minimum wage job that you enjoy yes I agree yeah just got where you want to be. Yeah. If you love people, go work customer service. Go work retail. Do something like that. If you're not very, go work the phones or something else. You know, there's always something out there. It sounds like also she said she did have her dream job that got taken away from her. So it sounds like you do have your degree in something that you enjoy. So go after it. Mm-hmm. Go go yeah, get COVID's your dream. Better. Go get another dream job. And COVID is better now. Lessening so up. So maybe you can get it back. Yeah, like start looking. Mm. I think you need to add some structure in your day. You're probably just like in your own head, like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? But once you get a routine down of your life, like find a new job, you know, like get your shit going again, you'll feel better. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, being like, yeah, I'm going to work hard and get what I want. I think you're thinking of that as a negative thing when that could be a really positive thing. Being like, yeah, I'm going to fucking work hard and get a dream job. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. So go for it. You got this. But also relax in the meantime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, well, you guys are a lot of help. <laughs> She's like, oh, I just have to balance the two? Okay. Uh- <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Good luck. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And on to a shitty-ass friend story. (laughs) Okay, I think we all have had shitty-ass friends. Okay, so, oh boy, do I have a story for you. So to give a little background, I met this girl, we can call her Patricia, a few years ago when I was dating my ex. We used to work together and we were pretty close. Around the time my ex and I broke up, I also quit the job I was working at and started somewhere else. Because of this, we didn't really talk, see or talk to each other, But one day she texted me and we started hanging out again. She was dating a guy, Greg, and Greg had a single best friend. She ended up getting me with Greg's friend. We'll call him Blake. Soon after, uh, we had a cute little group going on. She became my best friend and we were dating best friends. This went on for a few months. Both boys worked out of town. So when they were gone, we would always hang out. Uh, I should also add that the three of them lived together. So now to get into some of the shit. We live in a super small town, so quarantine was not as strict as some places, and we were all hanging out one day going to lunch or something. At this time, we were talking about my 21st birthday, and I was saying how I really, how I didn't really want to go out. The main reason was being we were stuck in the, we were in the middle of a pandemic, and I'm also terrified of being kidnapped or something (laughs) happening. Same girl. Which maybe I was being a bit dramatic, but I was basically just like, respect this right now, and I'm sure I'll change my mind. 
She ended up being super pushy, which caused me to get super anxious and just not hungry anymore. So I was like, I'm not very hungry anymore, so we can just go wherever you want to go, want to. Saying that I was still going to hang out with them, but I was just too anxious to eat at the moment. She ended up getting pissed at me, so she turned around and started driving back to her house. I tried to explain to her my side, but she just didn't want to hear it. My car was broke down at the time, and I was going to use hers, and she was going to use Greg's while he was away at work. But on the drive home, she turned to me and was like, forget about borrowing my car. Only real friends get to use my car, which caused me to get even more upset. I started crying because I was so confused. I was like, what the hell did I do wrong? We finally get back to her house. I went in to grab my dogs, and I was planning on walking home or calling a different ride. But when we pulled up, I get out, and she was like, you're not going to look at me and talk to me now. At this, She was saying, no, you're going to look at me and talk to me. Oh. <laughs> it's a big thing how one little word like <laughs> changes the whole Okay. Um, at this point, I was having a full-blown panic attack, and I just wanted to go home. So when I tried to open the door, she locked it, sped up, drove off, and would not let me out. I kept begging her to just let me out, and she wouldn't. Eventually, she, she sounds a little bit psychotic. It's a little crazy. <laughs> Eventually, she stopped the car but wouldn't let me get out until I looked at her. And I kept refusing because I was having a freaking panic attack. We sat like this for maybe just an hour going back and forth. The only reason it ended was because she had to go to work. If you're curious, she didn't end up letting me borrow the car anymore. Wow. Uh, Any wise person would not have went back after that, but I was super lonely, didn't have any other friends, and I was super nervous if I stopped being her friend, Blake would break up with me, which is not true, and I know that now. We ended up being cool again after that, and she changed a little bit. She was a tad bit more respectful, and but still did her fair share of shitty things for the next few months. None of them bad enough for me wanting to completely cut her out, though. Uh, now at the beginning of this year, we were talking about if I moved in with the three of them, and we all agreed. Oh, God. So in April, we all remodeled the house to be able to fit me comfortably. And by all I just mean me, Blake, and Greg, she didn't help at all, which whatever, but the extra hands would have been nice sometimes. We finished remodeling in May, and I was going April. to move— <laughs> It probably doesn't matter. That's, like, not even close, Jerry. I mean, it is the next month, but come on. Okay. We finished remodeling in April, and I was going to move in at the end of June when my apartment lease was up. One weekend, me, and me, Blake, and Greg went out. Like, the weekend before I was supposed to start moving all of my stuff in, Greg broke the news that he was going to be breaking up with Patricia. Oh, shit. So he did, and she was moving out. Well, I was moving in. Oh, Oh my God. Uh, Uh, But we were still good friends at this time. They were dating for almost six years, so it was super hard on her. So I was being a great friend, trying to be there for her the whole time. About a month after they broke up, Greg decided he was going to move across the state to go back to work with his grandpa on the ranch, but he was going to keep his room at the house so he can still have a place to stay when he comes home. Greg and Patricia stayed friends, and the night he left, they were hanging out in the living room watching a movie, and I was in my room. Greg got a call from Blake, so he took it outside, and Patricia came in my room crying because she thought they were talking shit. They were not talking shit, but Greg felt bad and told Patricia what happened. Blake called Greg to... to, Aw! Blake called Greg to... Wait... 
Blake called to see if Greg could get my ring size. Blake specifically told Greg not to tell Patricia, but he did, and then she told me. A few weeks later, I felt guilty for knowing, so I told Greg that I knew, and and if he knew anything else, not to tell Patricia, because I didn't want to know. I told him that I was... Sorry, I told him over text. He responded by calling her names and basically just saying how he can't believe he ever trusted her and all the shit. She was also to- she also told all her friends that Blake was going to propose to me, which was a whole different rant in itself. Motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, one day, out of nowhere, she texted me saying, we can't be friends anymore. And I was very confused. Like, what started all this? Like, two days ago, you're telling me how important I was to you. Then she called me and was like, I'm sorry. I don't know why I texted you, but can you please forgive me? Oh, my God. Is she 12? <laughs> I told her I just needed a minute because that was a huge bomb dropped on me. So I took a minute, and about a week and a half later, she texted me asking me to tell her when I got home because she had something for me. When I got home, she was standing outside to give me an old house key. She then went on to tell me that the day before she sent the text that she went over to my house to let the dogs out like we had agreed upon and she went into my room and went through my stuff to find my iPad so she could read through my text. She found the text between me and Greg and found the ones where I told him about the ring. After she told me after she, after she told me that I was in disbelief. I didn't say anything. I just turned around and walked away and blocked her on everything. Like, who the fuck does that? I was so pissed and hurt. I immediately called Blake and talked to him, talked to him, and then I told Greg, and he had the audacity to tell me that I was being dramatic and I was ending their friendship in a crappy way. He told me that she had just had a slip-up and she deserved a second chance. Uh, if I didn't live in the same house as him, I would have blocked his ass as well because I don't think I did anything wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I wanted to protect myself, and she's honestly just holding me back. Anyway, he unexpectedly came home a few days ago, and one night me and him were hanging out, and he left me to go hang out with her, which kind of sucks. But right now, in my life, I know that I don't need that. So it's been a little lonely, but I know that I'll be fine. Sorry that this is kind of long. I forgot to add that she's a 25-year-old woman and would still do the potty dance instead of... <laughs> she would do the potty dance instead of just going to pee. Like, seriously, I had to tell her to go most times. It's not like we didn't have a bathroom. She was she was just not the brightest. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this girl? Wait, there wasn't even any advice. Wait, she's 25, though. And she's got it all figured out. Blocked him, move on. But she's 25. It sounds like you did the right thing. I see nothing wrong with this. Yeah, I've seen nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I would be, hey, don't go through my fucking shit. That's a, that's a fucking reason to block somebody. Bye. Now I never trust you again, and now you're weird. Because yeah. we're not in a relationship. Not even that that's okay. But still, we're fucking friends, and you're going through my shit. Goodbye. No. no. Yeah. Definitely did the greatest thing. Bye. Peace out, Girl Scout. Move on. Be better. Do better. <clears throat> Relationship problems? Okay. Back in high school, I dated someone that I thought I would have spent forever with. He had a crush on me since middle school, but I played hard to go to get, and we didn't end up dating until the end of my freshman year, which was sophomore for him. 
His senior year, he broke up with me. At the moment, I was devastated, of course, but when I've reflected on past relationships, I realized how insecure I was. I was extremely clingy and had to spend every moment with them. If we weren't together, then we were texting, relied on them to make me happy, and was always so insecure with the overall relationship. Any short replies, I would freak out, thinking something is wrong because of a past relationship. So after two years, nearly, it starts to wear on them, and I was kind of pushing for him to go to college near me when he wanted to experience the college life more and the schools near me weren't like that. After breaking up, I did date other people because I didn't think that we would ever date again, but we have always stayed in contact, not consistently talking every day, just here and there sporadically. No matter how over I was with our breakup, there were many times that I would think about him and get this gut feeling that he is my person. So there were times I tried to feel out whether or not he had feelings for me without trying to be too straightforward about it, but it didn't seem mutual, so I would just keep moving forward in life and eventually found my now boyfriend. We've been dating for five years now, and in the last year, I've gotten a lot of anxiety with the idea of settling down and marrying him because I can't help but wonder if he is my person because I can't get the guy that I dated from high school out of my head. Like I said, we stay in contact, and lately he has been reaching out to me more because he's applying to get his accelerated bsn and needed advice we've given each other relationship advice in both past and present relationships and he asked if he and recently he asked if he could meet up with me somewhere local i agreed i did not tell my boyfriend that's who i was meeting but he did know that i was seeing a friend i didn't necessarily lie to him but i know i'm being a snake I would have never agreed to the visit if I thought that he wouldn't respect my relationship and the boundaries that I have. So the visit in public was strictly casual. He's fully aware of my relationship as well. So basically our meetup was just catching up about our families because they were slash are friends and have been longer than we've known each other and how we met and became friends in the first place. What we want to do after school and I guess just our five-year plan. One of mine that has been a dream of mine since middle school was to move down south and he has And this has consistently been my goal that I work towards every day since then and will definitely happen once I finish school. My boyfriend has a job here, though, and it's hard for him to find work down south so he can't commit to living down south so easily like I can since I'll be an RN. He also has had the same goal since middle school because his brother lives down south near where I want to be. And so he said if our paths were to cross again, I would be open to the idea of seeing if there's an old flame there or not because he, he can't get me out of his head. Mm. internally I'm like what the actual fuck is going on boyfriend my boyfriend has and I have not expressed these feelings to my boyfriend to anyone not even him I've prayed to God to give me a sign that he's the one and that we had this meetup where he's telling me this sorry I've prayed to God to give me a sign that he's the one and then we had this meetup where he's telling me this is this my sign that I asked for because until we met up I really did not think that he felt the same so I just tried my hardest to move on oh oh boy (laughs) I just wholeheartedly disagree with this I don't think that you should be on a relationship if you're stuck up on your ex sorry you're meeting up with him. You know it's wrong because you're not telling your boyfriend. You said it was a casual thing. Meanwhile, he's telling you, oh, if it doesn't work out, let's go. Let's run off together. That's disrespectful towards your relationship. And if your boyfriend went off and did that with a girl and you found out she said that to him, you would be very upset. Point blank. 100%. Every single thing. 100 and And the fact, uh, okay, so I think what your relationship now with your with your boyfriend now, it could be a great relationship, everything else. But the fact that you can't get him out of your head and the fact that you didn't tell him that you were going to meet an old 
like an ex. Um, mm. I, I feel like you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. It's yeah. like you want to keep him around in case it doesn't work out, but you also want to try and see if that can work out. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's fair to your current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I think you should end your relationship with your current boyfriend because he doesn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you are lying to him. I don't think you're just being a snake. I think you're lying to him. Because failure to say something, especially it's I'm still going a to lie. make it's a lie. Yeah. Like, um, I didn't lie. I just didn't say it. <laughs> but that is. Like, it is. You're it, intentionally doing it. So right. it is. You're not like, oh, just forgot to tell you. It's right. like, oh, I'm intentionally not going to tell him this because I know it would upset him. Right. So put yourself in his shoes and how would you feel if he was doing it to you? Mm-hmm. And if you're already saying that he has no interest in going down south, but that's been your dream and you're going to do it anyway, you're just prolonging a breakup regardless, you know? Like, so why not just do it now? finish your school, go down south, and if you meet up with the other one and it rekindles and it's great and wonderful, then sure, great. But I don't think having him on the back burner in case this doesn't work out is a smart thing to do at all. And you're like sitting there asking for signs to see if he's the one. It's like you should just know that. You shouldn't have to beg for signs to know if he's your person and you're wondering if he's your person. It's like then he's not your person. The current one. Yeah. The current one is definitely not your person. No, because she's sitting there like, oh my God, I wish I could have a sign. Like, is he my person? It's like, then you don't really love him. Right. And if you're thinking, if you're constantly thinking about your ex and you can't get him off your mind, then Mm -hmm. this current one is definitely not your person. And I would also give you advice to help you. I would not jump right into your ex. Be alone for a little bit. Yeah, how'd you know I was going to say that? Because... That's exactly what I want to say. Yeah. Have to be alone for Don't a jump bit. into right into your ex. Yeah. Or the guy you had a crush on in high school or whatever. Yeah. And then I think you'll know, you know? I think you know. I think you know that the guy from high school is the guy you want to be with. I think your your paths changed. I think he broke up with you. You were devastated. You jumped in. You... You know, you're in this relationship now, and I think it's just like a, to hold you over. Mm-hmm. And it's not a nice thing to do to somebody to just be in a relationship to hold you over until you can get back yeah. to the right one. You Imagine know? your boyfriend was doing that to you right. and you were head over heels for him. Right. I mean, listen, if you were not seriously in a committed relationship, but this is what, I think five years they're together? Wait, or am I cracked out? You've been dating for five years now. Oh, yeah. So you're you're in oh. a committed relationship for five years with somebody that you— really don't even really want to be in a committed relationship. With yeah, you're still you wondering if he's somebody. your person right. after five years, then and he's listen, not. There, there's times that you'll think of other people, but the fact that you can't get over him, the fact right, that he's Right, like you can like fantasize quickly. Yeah, like a quick like, oh, I wonder what they're doing in their life. Yeah. Or, hmm, it would have been, but the way you're doing it and the, you know, like sporadically you guys still keep each other, you guys yeah. give each other advice. You guys are probably meant to be together he's probably your person and mm. i don't think your current boyfriend deserves to just be a back burner yeah so, i agree that's yeah. rude and i definitely think like Liz said i think maybe ending it with your current and listen own your shit <laughs> be like it's not you boo boo it's me and be honest because yes. if you leave that relationship lying to him again you're just gonna feel worse about yourself you gotta be like I'm being honest with you I am stuck on my ex from high school and, and, you, I, deserve, and you deserve you better deserve better yes you will feel so much better walking it might, right. it's gonna hurt him for sure but you'll feel so much better walking away from the relationship if right. you be honest right and that's what you need to be you need to be honest yeah. and breaking up with him I think is the best thing to do and say like 
listen, I really love you. It's obvious. You're together for five years, right? Like, I love you, but I can't get my mind off of him. And you don't deserve that. It's not fair to you. And, you know, this is what we have to do. And then I think take some time, finish up your schooling, work on you. You I know, just think it, also the fact that she's still in contact with him. They're giving each other advice on relationships and stuff. It's just odd to me. Yeah. That's and what I'm saying. I, I would, really think he's her person. And I would but, assume that your boyfriend doesn't know that you're still in contact with him. Right. Which is more the reason why he doesn't deserve this. Yes. Just put yourself, like, if he was doing this with an, his ex-girl, right. you'd be upset. Right. And you might be thinking, no, I wouldn't be that upset. It's because you're not that into him. Think about how much he's into you and how much mm. it would hurt him. Yeah. You you need to just be very honest. Be honest with yourself and be very honest to him because in my opinion that's the least you owe him. Yeah. Be honest. Be yeah. like I do love you. We you've been good to me, but I just can't get him out of my mind. And you know what? It's very very possible that you could end this relationship, get with your ex and realize oh, fuck him. I wasn't that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're never going to know it. And yeah. you're going to live your life at regret, not truly giving 100% of yourself to any man until you try this. So let him go. Figure out yourself. Do try the right with the thing. ex. Yeah, just do the right thing, yeah. you know? Ah, that's sad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Is it too soon? Maybe. Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. I hope you're both well. I listen to your podcast all day, every day, literally. Oh, my God. I am still working from home, and I am slowly working through all the old episodes. Oh, God. I have followed Alyssa on YouTube for some time now, and you both help me through my day. I know it's nice to have up there, but don't you wish we could just, like, private all of the old ones? <laughs> like, we won't. But, like, also, I'm like, fuck, I don't want people listening to those now. That's, like, so not who we are. Somebody just posted in the group that they just, like, binge-watched and, I mean, binge-listened and are finally caught up. And people are like, I'm going back listening, and it's so great to, like, listen to them. So, I don't know. I, I guess because it's not them, but for us, like, it's I'd like, be ooh, so cringed cringe out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But a lot of journeys. Like, think of it. A yeah, lot of ups and we downs. Went a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, to hear it continuously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I apologize, Jerry, if you have to read this. I'm not sure how to space it for easy reading. I have such a bad reputation. (laughs) Uh, It looks beautiful, by the way, so thank you. A brief thing to note before we get into this is that I have a very rocky relationship with my dad, which makes my home life a tough place. Hmm, Sorry. Anyway, on to my dilemma. My boyfriend and I have been together for six months. Let's call him Derek to make this a little bit easy. We met on Tinder in February before COVID when I was really only using it as a hookup site after a nasty relationship. He was working in my area but lives two and a half hours away. We never managed to plan a date and and as I said, I was looking for hookups so I was seeing a few other guys. I ended up with a guy and we lived together through COVID. Damn. We had gone to oh. school together so we had known each other for quite some time. 
This relationship ended so abruptly when he literally woke up one morning and said he could never love me. And that was it. Never heard from him again. Damn. Wow. Derek and I had kept in contact for a year and I started to become a lovely, it started to become a lovely friendship, even though we had never met. He was seeing someone else as well during, uh, for the duration of COVID. COVID. Fast forward six months post breakup. Derek and I have talked every day since January 2021. We were FaceTiming every day, feeling feelings were starting to form. In April of 2021, Derek asked me if I wanted to go on a date. We were still in lockdown in Ireland, but once the restriction, restrictions eased, he drove the two and a half hours to come see me. We hit it off and decided to try to make things work, and things did work. We are now officially six months together. And we do everything we can together. I've never had a man make so much effort. He will literally drive two and a half hours just to see me for one hour. Damn. He has, he's, we have told each other that we love each other. And I know he is the man I will marry. He tells me every day that I am his forever person. His soulmate. (laughs) (sighs) Now for the dilemma. We have spoken about our future. Together, and that we want to buy a house, get married, have kids, etc. But as I mentioned, I have a shitty family life, so I want this as soon as possible. My work contract means I am stuck in my area, area work-wise, for the next three years, and we have already agreed we will move to his area as it's cheaper to buy, and I can work from home anywhere in the country. I am more than on board to move to his area. Our original plan was in three years, we would get engaged, buy a home. However, with my family life, it's getting harder. He suggested about me moving in with him, moving in with him, his mom, and his sister. This way we could be together, we could save, and mentally, I would be happier. However, my experience has always been that guys get scared and run away. They're, they're all for the planning until it actually comes time, and then they leave. We agreed we would wait and We agreed we would wait until we were at least one year together before actually doing this. But I'm so scared it will ruin us. Nothing but past experience is making me scared. He is so reassuring. Just to add, my my family life is shitty, but it's not dangerous and it's not constant. I can survive living there for as long as I needed. I just know I'll be happier when I move out. So guys, is it too soon to be planning this? Should I relax a little and stick with our three-year plan? Or should we just dive in next year if his family allows? I will add, this would mean a two and a half hour commute to work one day a week and then back again. As I am still on a training contract, once I finish, I can work remotely full time. Am I crazy? Thank you both so much. Okay, love you. Bye. I think you're a little bit crazy. Okay, why do you think she's crazy? Because. Excuse hey, me. Excuse Alyssa. <laughs> I mean, we are in our jammies. <laughs> we are. That's the problem. When we're dressed, I, we're fine. I have to tell you, I think it's just light. It's very warm and cozy in here. Okay. I mean, I'm freezing. But I'm saying, like, the atmosphere. Yeah. And last time, it was the same thing. And I never yawned. And last time, I was like... <gasps> okay, well, I'm going to change the color next time. I apologize for my time. yawning. <laughs> um, I think that moving in with him, his mom and his sister, is a great way to see if you guys would work living together. 
So love it. I think you're a little bit crazy for thinking that's crazy. Okay. You guys that's want to, you guys wondering. are saying you're committed. You want to get married. Who fucking cares how I'm, long you've been together? Dude, but that's exactly it. I mean, you're going to wait three years. Go through, the hustle, go through the hustle bustle of the two and a half hour commute, make a long distance relationship work three years later to buy a house and then live together. What if you guys fucking are at each other's throat? Yeah. You, you need to live together now. now. Yes, exactly. And you know what? You would have to commute one time. I mean, one time a week, yeah, two and a half nothing. hours. That's nothing. Yeah, you're fine. That's nothing. And for your mental health of getting away from your family, girl, you'd be silly not to. You are not crazy. It is not too soon. I say go for it. The fact that he's even offering it. No, she is crazy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> Just do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I say move in with the boyfriend, the sister, and the mother. Test it out. Test the waters. It will be a little different because you'll be living, I would assume, in, unless they have a separate apartment in close proximity with other people. But still, you'll still test out living together. Yes. In the same vicinity. Love it. You got this, girlfriend. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. X slash baby mama drama advice. Hey, girls. Love the podcast. I have to drive for work. And listening makes those car rides easier. This may be a long one, and I tend to get all over the place. So I'm sorry. Here it goes. All right. I'm going to try to make sense of this. Ready? Here we goesy. Backstory. My current girlfriend and her ex were gay, so keep that in mind, lol. (laughs) We're together 10 years, started in 2011, and ended in 2021. Okay? So that's her current girlfriend and the the ex were together for 10 years. Okay. She has an ex of 10 years, her current girlfriend. Okay. They started dating in high school and are now 28 and 30. My girlfriend's mother passed away in 2010 when she was in high school. She has two younger siblings, a brother and a sister that her and her ex basically took in to give them a better life with her dad being in and out of jail. They also had a kid, not physically, but they were babysitting for people and knew that the parents just didn't come back. What? For people that they knew and the parents just didn't come back for their kids. So they now have legal custody of another child and he's eight. Oh my God. Oh my Lord. Why they broke up. Well, me. I know, I know. I ruined a 10-year relationship is what you're thinking. But no, my girlfriend was very unhappy with her and told me that this was going to happen eventually, even without me. She did technically cheat on her with me, and I knew, but I knew that she was still in the relationship, so I didn't get let it get any further than flirting. I had just also gotten out of out and often on a two-year relationship with an emotional slash mental abuser psycho, but that's a whole nother story. Us. I love how you wrote this. I know. <laughs> True. <laughs> just knocks our whole Same. cup right off the table. <laughs> At least it's not my other sippy. It True. Spilled. It would have been water everywhere. Yes. <laughs> True. Okay. Us. We've been together about a year now. Okay, so only a year. And things are the best with her. And I had only dated guys before her. And I never felt the connection I do with her. It's just different. And I'm so glad I finally allowed myself to be who I am and not live in denial anymore. I love her so much. I can tell she truly loves me too. We're currently buying a house because houses where we live are on the cheaper side and I'd rather buy than rent. I know it's kind of soon, but we've been living at my mom's place together since literally a weekend, so I think it'll be fine. Also, I'm 22. I just want to throw that in because I did tell you her age. Okay, so you're 22. She's 28 or 30. Mm -hmm. Okay. What I need advice about. 
when me and my girlfriend started dating, I was totally on board with the whole ex having to be involved thing because they raised kids together. Then the ex started being petty as hell. I understand that she's hurting because 10 years is a long time, but honey, you don't know me. She just talks shit about me and is very mature for her age, gives my girlfriend shit for dating someone, quote, so much younger, when really I'm not and I'm more mature than she is. Anyways, I've never dealt with an ex having to stay in my current relationships, and so it's hard. Um, She doesn't leave my girlfriend alone. She's always texting her about mutual friends, and it's just like she's trying to talk to her. My girlfriend does ignore most of her texts, but they still do talk about, they still do talk, and it bothers me. The kids also still live with the ex, and I think will continue to live with her, even though we are getting a house. They grew up in the house, and they lived in with her ex's dad, so that's just home. So my girlfriend still goes over there, obviously, to see the kids, and I just hate it only for the fact that my mind wanders. I bring up the texting and things to my girlfriend, and she usually just says, I still have to talk to her. She has my siblings, and technically their kid. I'm just trying to be understanding, but sometimes it's just hard to do. Sometimes it's just hard. I do get a little curious sometimes and just have a peek at their chats, and I know that's wrong, but I'm still trying to see what's up too. I do it in front of her too. So it's not like I'm being sneaky. I'm just like, give me your phone. I just pick it up and we're very open. So any advice you guys have on how to deal with exes still being around or the whole situation, I don't know. Thanks. Sorry if nothing makes sense. I tried to be clear, but it's just so much. It can get confusing. And here is pics. Wow. Oh, there's an add-on. She said, if you haven't read this email yet, they're also still friends on Snapchat, and I've been okay with it, but it kind of just worries me since everything on that app just goes away after you send it. I trust her, but I also feel uncomfy with it. Should I let them be friends, or should I bring it up? I just don't want to overstep, but I feel like my feelings should come first. Mic drop. Go ahead, Jerry. Wow, this is like a common theme, being stuck on an X. Mm. But is she stuck on the X? Okay, so I have a question. When she goes to the house to visit and see the kids, do you go? And if not, why? Mm. Because if she's going solely for the purpose of seeing the kids, the siblings slash kids, then you should be able to go along. I mean, you're her new boo, right? Mm. Maybe it would just be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable for who, though? Like For her, because then she has to go be around her new girlfriend's ex, the but it might help her because if Maybe. you see that it's strictly she's just going to see for the kids and they have possibly a friendship but mm-hmm. nothing more, then I think it would help ease your mind in that situation. If you were to go and you would see that the girlfriend is the ex-girlfriend is constantly like hitting on her or trying to be flirtatious and stuff like that, then that's a situation that you can handle and speak to your current girlfriend. If she about. was, though, I doubt she would do that in front of the new girlfriend. The ex-girlfriend? Yeah. No, I think the ex-girlfriend, if that's the way she felt, I felt like she would go full force with it. And even in front of the new girlfriend. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I think I think us bitches can be really super petty. <laughs> and I think, she, <laughs> I think she would play the whole, I had 10 years with her, we have kids together, that whole shit. And I think she would make it very obvious. Mm. Um, like, I run these streets, you're new here. Correct. If she still had feelings. If she didn't have feelings, I don't think she would be petty and do that shit. So I think that's more the reason why you should go. I mean, if you're thinking long-term relationship with this girl, that kid is always going to be there. You know, the kid's only eight. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's a long time that she's going to be go visiting this child. Mm-hmm. That's a long time that she's going to be go seeing her ex. So I think you need to get it out in the open. I think you need to have an honest conversation saying, I understand that your ex, you had 10 years, is whatever, but I feel uncomfortable about a situation and let her see if she can make you feel comfortable. You know, yeah. can I go? Can I go with you? The you mm-hmm. know, like if I'm your new boo, mm-hmm. well, let's go. We're we're thinking about buying a house together. Yeah. If we're that committed, I should be able to go with you to see your child. I want to be in that child's life too. I mean, why not? Uh-huh. I mean, think of it like if it was a if it was a different relationship. If it was a husband and a wife, and they had a child, and now there's a step parent. The step parent would be part of that child's life too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the same thing. Like you, you. I mean, you, yeah, you deserve to be a part of that child's life as well. And when um, you get a house, sorry, one more thing. And if you get a house, that child can visit, visit to you guys at your house. Yeah, I was going to say, or start by seeing if the ex is okay with the children coming to see you. Because if she has a problem with that, then that's a problem. Because you are a step-parent. Right. Like, start with seeing if they can visit you guys Yeah. first, maybe, instead of going over there. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because it could be, like, think about you having to go to your exes with their new, you know what I mean? Like, it could be a little uncomfortable. I would feel, at least. I mean, maybe you'd be comfortable with it. I'm just giving another option of maybe having the kids come to you. Yes. Okay. No, you're right. No, you're 100% right, because that would be kind of awkward. But exactly that. Why aren't the kids coming to see her then? Yeah. I know, like, my kids would go to see their dad, uh-huh. and then my kids would come and see me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, she shouldn't always have to go to the kid. Right. Like, if they're legal parents to this child, yeah, and she can get visitations, mm-hmm. you know, set up through the court where she gets them every weekend or mm-hmm. every Tuesday, Wednesday, and weekends or yeah. whatever. Get it something where they sit back, you know. If, if she's not willing to do it just outright— then try to get mm-hmm. something that's legally binding. Yeah. You know? I do want to add on to, um, I totally understand co-parenting. They have a history, 10 years. They have to, you know, take care of these children together. Totally fine. I think Snapchat is crossing the line. I don't think it's necessary. I think that they can text. I think that they can, I don't know, fucking Instagram message if they want. I agree with you. And I think that Snapchat is a little shady and unnecessary. And like, I don't even fucking go on Snapchat. So... I just don't like if 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 I had to co-parent with somebody, say Zayn, and he had to communicate with his ex, totally normal, fine. I get it. You have a history of children together, whatever. And then I found out that they were Snapchatting. I would be upset. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's necessary. I don't think it's keeping it, you know, like friendly. I think that's crossing a line for me. And to add to that, it should strictly be about the kids. Yeah. There should be no mention of past feelings, emotions. Yeah. I mean, you're, you got your current girlfriend broke up with her ex. I mean, yeah, you guys cheated. But she said it was going to happen anyway. She was unhappy in that relationship. So if she was unhappy in that relationship, chose to move on, chose you to be her new girl, there's um, that boundary that she shouldn't be crossing. Especially I mean, because she did cheat to move on with you and you don't want that to happen to right. you. And that's very disrespectful if mm-hmm. she is still communicating with her about things other than a child. Mm-hmm. It should just be about the children. I mean, any yeah. any relationship that has children involved, if, if the relationship is no more, 
You need to communicate regarding the children. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. it. There doesn't need to be no small talk. How you doing? How you feeling? How's mm-hmm. this? How's that? No. I mean, there is some rare scenarios where that works and yeah. like people are still friendly or whatever. But it sounds like in this scenario, it's not necessary. And definitely not Snapchat. No. Yeah. I wouldn't be happy about that at all. Hmm. Or I'd be like, okay, so whenever it pops up, I'm going to open it. Be the first one to open it. And be have an honest conversation. Do you still have feelings for her? Mm-hmm. You know? Because before you get deeper involved and attached and everything else, like, know how you got involved with her through the cheating, right? Uh, yeah, I don't like the Snapchat thing. You know, so you, yeah. And they do have a long history together. So there's things that... I would definitely be having a conversation with. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know which one's which. She sent pictures. But... Yeah, I don't know which one you are. All right. That's our advice on that. Oh, good luck. Good luck. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay. Help. Been almost three years, and I need advice. Hola. (laughs) (laughs) It is not holla. Okay. Hola, señoritas. <laughs> I have written in before about advice needed for me and my fiance, but now I need, I am in need of different advice. It will be three years together in Octo- on October 25th, and we have a daughter who will be tw- two on the 23rd. Our relationship has been rocky since the beginning, mm. very up and down, and having a daughter has put a good amount of strain on us. We do quite a bit of fighting and disagreeing about a lot of things. I do a lot of the parental duties and the house duties and all the duties in between. I clean our room, the bathroom. We live with my parents. I do the laundry. I always put our daughter to bed and do bath time alone. I get up in the middle of the night and in the morning. If I go to, if I go with friends, I usually bring her with because he asks me to. Fuck off. He spends so much time on his phone. <sighs> And I can't ever get to put—I can't even get him to put it down. And when he does, he asks, well, I'm bored. What are we supposed to do now? Oh, when we do get into a fight, he never talks about it. He never talks to me about it. He will ignore me until he feels like talking again, even if it's multiple days. I have been trying to get him to work on our relationship and put it as a priority, but he never sees anything wrong. When we do get into fights, it puts a lot of strain on me because I'm usually the one fighting for our relationship. As he says, I'm not going to beg to be with you. Even when I ask, even if I ask him why he does not fight for me and for our family, I asked him to go to therapy with me recently, and he just said no because therapists don't really care about your issues. When I try to talk to him about being on his phone, he always pushes the blame on me. Okay, Uh, um, or when I talk to him about parental duties, he brings up that he needs to get up early for work, and since he works a physically demanding job, and I do not, that he needs to relax. Uh, 
We obvious we have obviously been planning our future together, talking about buying a house and having more children, but sometimes it gets hard to imagine a life together forever when we fight about everything and can't seem to have a good week together. It's been hard to see a future uh, where we will own a house together and I'm cleaning the whole thing or we get an apartment. I mean, in, sorry, or we get into an argument and he does not talk to me for three or four days because then I'll have nobody to turn to. I've been feeling so stuck because I love him and I want to be with him and build our the rest of our life together, but it seems so hard to imagine that at times. Having I've had conversations all the time with him about wishing he did more or wishing wishing we did more, but he always says, I understand and we will work on it, but nothing ever changes. I do all these things and I just feel like he doesn't see it. Uh, I will also mention I'm 21 and he's 31, so we have a large age difference. I'm so, so sorry this is long. I didn't intend for a novel to come out of me. I just feel the need to vent and come get some big sister and mama advice from you two young, wonderful ladies. She didn't say young. You added the word young? I just added it because, you know, I'm a young lady. I would love to hear your thoughts about my situation and see what you have to say about it. Just to add some sappy shit, I love you all so much and listening to you every week gives me so much serotonin. Alyssa, you're an amazing young woman with so much life ahead of you. I aspire to be like with, like you in so many ways. Jerry, you're an amazing young woman oh, as she well. Said it anyway. And I aspire to be half as good of a mom as you. I will leave some pictures of my little as you guys like to look at. For you guys to look at. Oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, oh you're not gonna like what I have to say, you're not so I apologize. Like it at all. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Okay, and I, I love all your wonderful words about me. <laughs> so please don't be mad at me. But you... Um, being a single parent... Oh, that's so wrong, Jerry. Um, you're in a relationship, but you're a single parent. Mm. And that is harder than being a single parent. You understand? Like, you're doing it all with no help of him, no emotional support, no um, physical, no no anything. You're doing it all, but you're in a relationship, but you're single. So, I listen, I you know me, I always got through my fucking personal shit. I was at my son's fifth grade graduation, right? That's when you guys graduate? Yeah, fifth. Um, moving up ceremony, and I remember my son's teacher, because the dad actually came, pulling me aside and saying, all these years, I never knew the father was in the life. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, was such a horrible feeling. Or a good eye-opener. Uh, yes, a definitely, definitely a good eye-opener. But you don't want to be there. You don't want to do that. You're ha- you have a man in your life who has absolutely zero interest in being there. It's so obvious from the word. Just read back the email you wrote us. May I also add that he's a gaslighter as well? Which See, is not you guys a good use person these terminologies. To be with. Go ahead. Tell me what that means. I mean, I know what it means, but tell me how what. A gaslighter is she goes to him, brings up what she's upset about, and he turns it around and somehow makes it like she's doing something wrong. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, no. No. You're gaslighting me because I'm coming to you with something that I'm upset about, and now you're turning it around trying to make it like I'm the bad guy. And 
something that hit me that he said was like when you ask to go to therapy, he's like, they don't care about your feelings. They it's don't care about your fucking job. Either is he. Either is he. He's not. He's not acknowledging what your feelings are. He's not acknowledging what your issue. What you're saying are the issues. He's not acknowledging. Mm. You know, he. In my opinion, he has zero respect for you because mm-hmm. how does he? How how? Do, wait, and you're living with your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her parents. So he's 31 years old. You're living he's got with, some fucking nerves, what he's got. You're living with your parents. He does zero to help around the house. He does zero to help out with your daughter. He can't even take her while you go out with your friends because he has a physically demanding job and he's tired. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Be like, yeah, my stay-at-home mom life is a physically demanding job too. You want to stay here all day and I'll you go want, to the office? Do you want to try? Do you want to see? We can switch. We switch. I am so sorry for you. The fact that you're even still contemplating a future and more children and buying a house with this man, my mind is blown. But also it's a lot easier when I'm not emotionally connected to this person. But reread this email. Listen to us reading it. Alyssa should have read it because she reads so much better. Um, I actually kind of sucked today, I feel like. Thanks, because that maybe makes me feel not so worse. (laughs) You feeling shitty makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this is so sad. And oh my God, look at that little baby too. She's fucking beautiful. Um, Just think about it this way. Like you've been together for three years. You keep saying shit will change and nothing is changing. You can't just keep waking up every day and hoping that a light bulb is going to go off in his head because it's not. It's just who he is and nothing's going to change and you'll be way better off doing all the shit that you're doing now just without somebody sitting beside you doing nothing. It's just more agitating. It is. Ciao for now. Ciao for forever. And then he says, I'm not going to beg to be with you. I don't. Yeah, what did he say? It's like exactly she said, feels I'm not beg to be with you. Quote, I'm not going to beg to be with you. You have a child together. You're together for three years. Where's he going to go? Is he like, why? He's in a non-committed relationship with you. You're a thing of convenience for him. Mm-hmm. And listen, there's nothing wrong with like vice versa. The woman goes to work. The dad takes care of the baby. The, the mom takes care of the baby. The dad goes to work. But still at the end of the day, you guys are working all day, you come together and you do things together. Bath time, bedtime, that yes. should be a shared thing, yes. a bonding There's thing plenty between of couples the three with- of you. Yeah. You guys should bond, take turns, lay down together, read her bedtime stories together. There's plenty of couples Ugh. that the mother and the father both work or whatever, both parents work, and they can both come together at the end of the day and take care of the child. There's There's so many dynamics where... It doesn't matter if you, like if you want to get get out of jail free card every day just because you go to your job. That's no. not how life works. No. You still have a child at home after you come home. That's let, life. I'm gonna just hit this last thing. Say this last thing to to you. And sorry for interrupting you, Les, but I just you have a beautiful daughter. How would you feel? It's a fact. If your daughter was in this situation. Yeah, you have to think of that. Like, think be about honest. the relationship you're in right now. Would I be happy if my children were in it? Would you be happy if your daughter was in a relationship like doing yours. all of this with a man living in your her- parents' house, mm-hmm. right? Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade at that because I don't know your circumstances. But what I'm saying is, especially you guys are living in your parents' house, you would think that he'd step it up a little bit. Mm. Do you want this kind of life for your daughter? It's such a true thing. Like, 
everybody listening, like you have to like think about the really, if you're questioning your relationship or whatever, think about if I had a child and they were in my relationship, would I be happy for them? You have to think about it that way. That's such a good point. Mm-hmm. Such a good point. So true. Yep. You would want better for your daughter. Mm-hmm. So if you'd want better for your daughter, you should want better for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? And if he's not willing to work on, go to therapy, he's not going to beg to stay in this relationship. It seems like he's already got one foot out the door. Sounds like he's a manipulator. Yeah, like... That's another word for gaslighter, kind of. Like, you take what they're saying and you manipulate them to feel bad about it. Okay, so I'm just going to... Every time you say gaslight, I'm going to think of manipulator. Because yeah, that's basically. Because so for me yeah. to understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think in your heart, you know you deserve better. Put it in the eyes of your daughter. Do, do you want her to see this? Do you want her to grow up with a dad who doesn't want to have bath time and bedtime stories and hang out with her? Mm-hmm. You know? Always and you're busy on so his phone. young... Always oh, busy on his phone too. Are you kidding me? You have a two-year-old daughter. You are so young. You are literally twenty-one. You have so much life ahead of you. So don't think that this is the end. This is just the beginning. You Wait. will be a okay. He's always on his phone, and when he finally puts it down, he's like, "Okay, I'm bored. What do we do? How about get on your hands and knees and play with your child? Mm-hmm. Read a story to her. Take her for a walk. Go to a park. There's so T- teach her. Teach her things." Be a father, be a husband. Well, you're not married, but be a be a boyfriend. There's so many things that he could be doing if he put down his phone and was to be a man and step up to the plate. I'm just my honest God. If this is my daughter going through this, I'd be like, yo, <laughs> yeah. It's like you don't want to you don't want to have to beg to be with me, and I don't want to have to sit here and tell you what you should be doing all day. Right. You should want common to. sense, dude. You should want to. He should want to hang out with and his feel like family. he should. Yes. Yeah, Done. I don't know, sweetheart. Dunzo. Yeah. We wish you the best. We do. Thank you guys for listening today. Um, if you want to support us, you don't have to, but it helps the podcast. There's a link in our description. It's $2.99 a month. You can get our episodes early, so you'll get Mondays on Sundays and Thursdays on Wednesdays. Thanks for being part of the, the exclusive crew. We see you, and we appreciate it. We sure do. Okay, okay love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.